Hello and welcome back to the Temple Trek Nexus Knights. Now, uh, this episode uh, is our first returning episode after a little bit of a break over the summer holidays. Uh, uh, as you all know, I am a father, so all my kids were off for six weeks, which means I don't get access to the PC uh, and try and organise any kind of meetups or doing any, even a Zoom call uh, is not the easiest of tasks. So we took a little break and we're going to be back with Nexus Night content uh, very shortly. Um, however, obviously it did mean that I... I also caught up with all of the pre-recorded content on our main show, Temporal Trek Podcast, which means I'm sort of falling behind and I need a little bit of uh, a breather in order to record and then edit and get out all of the other episodes and content. So what I'm doing is I'm giving myself uh, a week's break by taking pre-recorded segments from our Picard finale review. Now, if you're a regular listener to Temporal Trek, you've probably heard all this before, uh, but I've sort of taken out the part of the episode where both Dan Huckfield and I uh, were discussing not just the episode, but the season itself and whether we felt it worked as a show. And because Nexus Nights is more of a general Trek chit chat, uh, I figured it's also quite a good bit of content for uh, the Nexus Night show if someone listens to Nexus Nights but for some reason doesn't want the main show. So if you have heard it before, you don't have to listen to the rest of it. But if you just want to recap or uh, maybe think about the season as a whole as opposed to individual episode reviews, which we've been doing for the last six weeks, uh, sit back, relax and listen to Dan and I chit-chatting about season two of Picard post a rewatch. This is the Temporal Trek Nexus Knights. Yeah. Uh, Q has some magic left over just at the very end, just to send them all back home, presumably, because I won't see that for another few years to come. Uh, decades, if uh, the plan still goes to head. Yes. Uh, at 34 minutes and 11 seconds, the episode ends. Um, if you're going to be going on to um, uh, season two, you've obviously got 2024 still to come. There's still two more episodes to look into on this podcast. Um, or you can then come forward with us and we'll go back to Enterprises. This is the last Picard. But before we move on, any other thoughts on the episode itself? I really enjoyed it. And again, I think I probably enjoyed it more than when I first watched it during the, you know, when it came out. Mm. Um, it felt a very satisfying episode to me. Yeah, very complete, very sort of finished. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah, there are there are elements that I would change or I want to yeah. see more from. Um, I wanted them to blow up the drones, but um, you know, it, there's there is enough of an explanation given by Q at the end to justify or at least let your mind try and work out what happened throughout the season you could go back and say and um, reapply what he said to the season yeah. i feel there's enough yeah. it might take a bit of mental gymnastics a little bit of flip-flopping try and figure out what exactly the connection is there but yeah. overall i think it worked so at this point before we move into the review of the episode itself yeah. thoughts on the season based on this finale you know completely did they drop the ball at some points and does this season finale make up for it? Do you feel like it it managed to pull off a decent Arkham story? I really enjoyed this season. I know it's got a lot of hate. Mm. And I don't really understand why. It's not perfect. Yeah. Not by a long way. Mm. You know, but then 
you know, which other than maybe the end of DS9, <laughs> what Star Trek is perfect, mm-hmm. you know, really. But I thought it was an enjoyable story. Mm-hmm. I thought it was well paced generally. I thought, you know, the story, it didn't, there wasn't any, I don't think there was any sort of major things where you think, well, that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. I mean, again, there are moments when you think, you know, why did they do that? Or, you know, why did they spend a, an episode in Shadow Picard being chased by a Borg? That's my main grump. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I don't think it was, it was, it was a long way from awful, certainly. Mm. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Much, much better than the first series. Yes. Yeah. And I think, um, I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I don't see what the, the hatred is, if I'm honest. Mm. It's, uh, I don't know, it, it's maybe something to do with the nature of it being filmed now. It maybe didn't feel as Star Trek y to people that, you know, it, it should be in space. It should be about, mm. um, you know, space adventures and all this sort of stuff. But ultimately, we've had time travel before. We've had lots of time travel before, as we are well aware in this podcast. So that, doesn't hold up for me i've seen people say that the, the characters didn't quite fit the season one version of them but characters evolve characters change yeah. i didn't see that problem q's explanation that it is a personal journey it's not the galactic import you know all the time travel stuff was actually picard's fault really yeah. because he chose to, to time travel if he hadn't maybe things would have just worked out anyway um, there wouldn't yeah. have been a real reason to, to do anything. Um, Q wouldn't have had to have sent Sun to then try and get Renee to you know, not go on the rocket and all this sort of thing. Um, so it all kind of fits together. There are, like you say, plot holes. It's not perfect. Yeah. It's not. It's not my favourite of all the offerings um, of the latest amount of Trek. So uh, you know, you've got your lower decks, you've got your Prodigy, you've got your Strange New Worlds, you've got Picard mm-hmm. and Discovery. It's not my favourite of all of those. I've enjoyed yep. some other elements more. That's not to say it's a bad thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because yeah. I think this second season actually is one of my favourites. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Of, I'm of all think... of that, of all the Pantheon. There. Well, of the new, the new stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I think probably season one of, of Strange New Worlds. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. It'd be really interesting to re-watch that, actually. You know, to go back on that and, and rewatch the episodes, but as a f- sort of having watched it through, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. Mm. But I think Picard season two is probably the second, second really. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else. You know, a, a, a Discovery. I've got some real issues with <laughs> Lower Decks. It's just too much for me. I haven't yeah. even started watching season two, uh, season three yet. Mm-hmm it's good so i i enjoyed that been, i have to say i've been playing the game though funny enough have you played oh, it yeah the yeah yeah so i'm playing the game but i haven't been watching the series <laughs> um and so and 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 prodigy yeah i sort of like it but it hasn't it's funny it hasn't sort of cemented itself with me yet mm. So actually, Picard season two is right up there for me mm. with a new track. Um, yeah, so I don't, I, yeah, I just don't get, I think maybe, you know, people love Picard, don't they? They love the yeah. character. You know, a lot of people grew up on TNG. Mm. 
and it was sort of really special and all the rest of it. And maybe they feel he's been let down in some way, but I, I can't, again, I can't really see that personally. So and, it's an, an expectations thing. So you feel that maybe people yeah, maybe, had maybe, too yeah. high an expectation. Yeah. You know, and Picard is such a beloved character, mm. which I understand, you know, but I don't know. I, I just don't think it was as bad as people seem to think it was. Yeah. And uh, I, I know the, the big criticism uh, was uh, that Picard isn't acting like Picard, that he is seems out of character. And I, I we haven't seen that evidence as we've been talking scene by scene. Yeah. There have been genuine explanations as to why he may be different, but that's just because he's 20 years older, that people change. It's a believable character yeah. progression. Um, of course, he's yeah. not going to be exactly the same because he is an older man. It, it, I don't know. The voice is different, of course, because Patrick Stewart yeah. is different. You know, He's older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the projection might be off. It might not be exactly the same thing, but this is a man who closed himself off to Starfleet for 10 years, according to the internal in canon chronology. Um, yeah. It... To me, looking back on these scenes, it was a pleasure to rewatch them. It was. Um, and that is a big thing for me. Uh, whether you've heard me over on Epsilon 3 when we're reviewing Babylon 5, if an episode feels like a slog the second time around to make notes, I really don't like the episode. Uh, and that wasn't the case in this episode. Last week it probably was because of the shuffling around Shadow Picard. This week it didn't feel that way. And then going back for the whole season... I have every now and then gone back for certain episodes, the first two episodes of this season and not watching it in a Temple Trek way and enjoyed it. Um, I have to say, I haven't even felt the need, the compulsion, the desire for discovery just yet. Um, I have gone back for Prodigy because I've watched it and then I've watched it with my kids and we have gone back and watched some of the episodes Um, Lower Decks and Strange New Worlds are the ones that I've actively gone back and rewatched. Like okay. not 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 on reason needed or anything like that. I just oh, I've, I think I'll watch that. You know, Memento Mori from Strange Worlds, or I'll watch Spock and Muck, or you know, I've actually gone back without even thinking about it and just put it on because okay. it, I had I spared me half an hour whilst I was cooking. You know, I feel like that's that's something to be said for this episode. I haven't quite yeah. done that with Picard and season two, but it's been midway through, so I th- I'd say it's probably middle level for me in the new yeah. offerings at the moment. Again, not to say that anything below that is bad. Again, we're not saying that. Uh, just that if I was to say where my preferences lie, it's yeah. that that end. Um, but yeah, that's that's season two, Picard, at least the 2024 yes. elements. Uh, obviously, we will yeah. come to episode one and two of this season in many, many years to come. Yes. Uh, and a couple of the flashbacks I'm sure have to happen before we watch season two. I'm sure yeah, I think so, yeah. <sighs> there's one with Rafi and Elnor I think I seem to remember that we had to go go with um yeah but that's it for the episode so as always we start to move into our ratings criteria and the first one is C as I said at the beginning of the episode for continuity just this episode what does it set up that possibly affects the future of Starfleet to come well basically it changes the entire future doesn't it it, well, it doesn't change. It it, it maintains the entire mm-hmm. future. Mm-hmm. It also returns Picard, etc., back to their future or their present, really. Um, so it's it's quite pivotal, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fact that Renee takes off means that the future rem- remains the same. 
So it's, it's quite important, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. And there's no reason to think that they're going back to a slightly altered future. No. It might be the good future they've been aiming for, but it's not some sort of weird, timey-wimey different one where yeah. there's a few extra bits of information. Uh, Q does have enough information to send them back into the future. So he had that, that clickability. So you'd yeah. think that if there was anything wrong, he would have corrected it with the last ounce of his being or his, his energy before dying. Um, so you can't really think of anything being altered or changed. This is how it was always supposed to be. It's just us learning how it happened. I suppose the only thing is with um, Girati. Mm-hmm. So when we go, I oh know we can't talk about that, can we? <laughs> this is the temple trek is like i yes. know there are things yeah okay maybe. so forget about that then yeah nothing happens with dry don't worry about it Girati is going off i mean we did say in the episode does that mean there are now two collectives out in space but maybe there are always two collectives and we just mm. didn't really know um maybe we'll find out something else when we get there um but this is the annoying thing about temple trek is that we can say we've watched it we know exactly what's about to happen that they go back to the the big sort of battle with the Borg uh, the, from the last one, but at the moment ah, there's nothing we can do there's nothing we can do uh, we're still just talking about 2024 um, yeah, so yeah cons- consequences, continuity, that's pretty much all we've got. Uh, alterations now, alterations, expansions it doesn't have to mean that we have to change the whole episode, it's just as a viewer was there something else we were expecting or something else we want to learn more about? Was there something that was just thrown away as a little sideline and we thought, oh, well, that could be interesting? Well, not really. I thought this was a pretty decent episode and, and pretty f- complete for me. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like it was a glaring thing. I suppose the two things are Project Khan and Wesley. Yeah. Yeah. They're not really alterations, but they're you know expansions i suppose is is the expansion going to be new series true you know so could you know what what would you you know what would you want from the khan series what would you want from the i think we talked a little bit about the wesley crusher one really yeah but what would you want from the khan series i mean well i mean ensuring that brent spiner has a job i mean you've got (laughs) (laughs) you have to make him a son um unfortunately uh if it was if his story is part of the the secret agents and the operations and he is kind of their skeletor, yeah. I think that could be interesting. That would be more interesting than just having a dedicated Khan series and a yeah. dedicated uh, assignment okay. earth series. Yes. Yes. Amalgamate the two. We now have Rios with Teresa and Ricardo who yep. also now know about the future. So they could be working with Corey and they yep. become the super team, the super spy uh, agent team. Um you know, have other aliens and have everything all coming together. And then that explains why Sung then disappears or creates his dynasty. Is it the fact that actually every Sung we've seen is actually a clone of Adam Sung and not a son? Because that would yes. make sense to me. And that he, he, the only way he can finish his project is by hundreds of years of genetic mm. um, research. So when we meet Arik Sung in Enterprise in the years to come, is that actually just Adam Sum just changed off? Um, uh, yeah, it could be interesting. I, I remember hearing like vague mutterings that there was going to be a Khan retrospective series. Yes, I've sort of heard that as well. But that seems to just disappear every now and then. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not entirely sure why. That could be fun done as a one-off, maybe six-part yep. 
you know, series never to be serialized um, as, you know, when they do like a, a alt history, you know, in the 60s, this is what was actually happening, but this is what the real story was. And they do it kind of in a fun tongue in cheek kind of way. That could be interesting. Yeah. But again, I don't really want them to return to the Khan well too much. There are still other stories to be told, I guess. Yep. But they did say there's two seasons coming out. As we're recording this, mm. there are two series yet to be announced. Star Trek Day is two days away from now. Yes. So on Thursday, maybe that's what they'll announce. What would you want as a series? I really like your idea of mixing the two, actually. I hadn't thought of that, but I really like that. You know, that sort of, that Sung is the sort of the bad guy and and he's trying to to sort of resurrect the whole Khan project and stuff. And, they're, you know, and that's going to, if he does that, then that will destroy the timeline in some way. And the whole sort of series is about, you know, trying to stop him achieving that. Although I guess that maybe is a bit of a rehash of what we've just watched really in a way. <laughs> um, so maybe that's not quite such a good idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would really like, I don't know what, there's lots flying about, isn't there? There's lots of these sort of, you know, possible things. I'd quite like a bit of a curveball, actually. Something that we haven't, you know, because we're sort of expecting a Wesley Crusher thing. Yeah. We're yeah. sort of expecting Khan now. Yeah. We're, we're sort of expecting an academy or not a Starfleet Academy. I, I think that, you know, Section 31. I'd quite like if they just throw in a bit of a curveball for us. Mm. Something that hasn't surfaced as yet. Mm. No, something that's sort of like, I mean, again, I don't know. I mean, you know what it would be, but something that is brand new, totally really. out of left field. There's no yeah. no setup. You can't say, oh, they yeah. were setting up in Discovery season four. Of exactly. Course. Yeah. Yeah. Not like the Voyager J series. Yeah. Something yeah. like that's already been mentioned. So you know that's yeah. something they could do. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. So I'd, I'd, yeah. Because. I mean, none of the potentials. The, the, I think the Wesley Crusher one is the one I'd most like to see. Because mm-hmm. I do, I like that whole sort of, you know, sort of what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of spy, sort of you know, thing going on. You know, sort of working in the background and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. you know, that sort of thing where they. Almost like I quite like the idea of sort of heists, you know, where they manipulate the the thing, you know, they're yep. in the background and no one realizes, but they've been manipulating it all the time, you know, that, that sort thing. of stuff. Yeah, so I, that would probably I'm be the one on I that. would most like to see, I think. Yeah, I'm with you on heists, although I would say, please, not too many heists for the sake <laughs> of Temple Trek, but there we go. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I, I completely agree with you because you could then have Renee coming back, you could have her as a cameo, as the you know, with the weird thing that she brought back the the yep. life form that she brings back you've got Guinan still on earth at that point as well running the bar so that's where their meet out is so yep. you've got a lot of characters there that could all become part of that Wesley Crusher story um or nothing at all and actually don't use any of them and it's just Corey just Will Wheaton's um Wesley Crusher traveler character and nothing else that relates to season two Picard and we go with something else I, I don't know what it could be but is she going to go to other planets and be there? Gary yep. Seven, maybe? Yep. I don't know. Um, yeah, so there's a lot there. Um, 
So recommendations. Now, first, we're just going to do this at just this episode. Recommendation to Star Trek fan and non-Star Trek fan for just the finale, just episode 10. I don't think you can. You know, it's it's so interwoven that you just can't recommend it as a... I, what I would do is I would recommend it is if you watch the season mm-hmm. and you switch on the telly and it's on, I would recommend you watch it. Yeah. Because I think it's a good episode. Yeah. But you would have already had to have watched the, the season already to, to do that. Mm-hmm. New Star Trek fans, no, definitely not. Because, again, you know, it, I mean... You, you, not only do you not know what's happened in the rest of the season, you don't know what's happened in TNG or, or Voyager or, you know, it, it just it doesn't make any sense. Really. I mean, it, I think it's pretty decent television, mm-hmm. but, you know, there's no point in, in watching that one. I wouldn't recommend that one. Yeah. As the season itself then, so taking into account just the 2024 elements of the season, um, is it enough for Star Trek fans and is it enough for non-Star Trek fans? I think it's definitely enough for Star Trek fans because it brings back Picard or it extends Picard's story. It brings back Seven, you know. So there's lots to like about it. And I think, and again, as I said before, I think it's actually a pretty decent season. Mm. So I think, yeah, definitely recommend it to Star Trek fans non-Star Trek fans, then probably not because, again, you know, there's just too much backstory that you don't, I mean, you don't have to know it, Hmm. but almost what's the point of caring about Picard (laughs) if you don't know TNG? I mean, that's the whole reason that this this exists, isn't it? Yeah. No, without TNG, there'd be no Picard season because no one would be interested. Hmm. So, no, for non-Star Trek fans, no. But what I would say is maybe you know start to rewatch the stuff that will lead you to this. Yeah. But then again, can you really recommend season one of TNG? <laughs> That's the, the big thing we've been coming up against. Whether yeah. it's this or whether it's all the other episodes of Star Trek, it's like season one of TNG was oh, rough. That's rough going. <laughs> it's so it's so much more of its time than even the yes. 1960s TOS series. Yes, in lots of ways I agree, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot harder to watch, and I don't know why. Yeah. Um, yeah, for just the episode, I would recommend Star Trek fans because I think it's a really good it, it's, uh, part of the character for Q. It's a good way of saying goodbye between Picard and Q, and the other characters all seem to work pretty well to what we've been establishing throughout the whole season. To non-Star Trek fans, no, and as for the exact same reasons you have. Just the 2024 bits. There are still elements that happen in the first two episodes of the season before they time travel that you still need to watch first. Yeah. Like you true. couldn't, you couldn't watch like when we did with uh, Voyage Home, uh, when they time travel to 1980s, there's enough of the romp, the story, the heist mm. of finding the whales that you could just watch the 1986 stuff without having to watch them time traveling up to that bit and then going back and saving the world afterwards. There's enough there of a, it's a movie in and of itself. Hmm. 2024, there are still little bits that you need to have watched first to understand as an entirety. Yes. I suppose that's true, isn't it really? To Star Trek fans, it makes perfect sense because you already know loads of character background, but to non-Star Trek fans, I think it would be a tough sell to just go for this Um, season two in entirety, whether you're watching it Temporal Trek way or not, um, 
again, it relies too heavily for non-Star Trek fans on TNG and Voyager because you do have Seven in there as well. Um, so yeah, it's overall for Star Trek fans, I think Picard season two works. For non-Star Trek fans, it's a tough sell. It would be a lot of yeah. background reading and research before you can get into it. So I think we're okay. I think we're in consensus there on that one. Yeah. Um, that's it for recommendations. So, okay. uh, right. What we do with the last one is uh, sale and set up. So where can people find you, Dan? They can find me on Twitter. I lurk on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> at academic Trek 47 I have got plans for more episodes. <laughs> I say this every week. What I might do is I might just record a bit and just, just send it over to you. So I haven't got to do this bit at the end every week. I just send it, just just play that again. Same same difference. I have plans for more episodes. They're coming soon. I promise. Well, I mean, jokes uh, can destroy civilization. So if we have it as a nice straight laced, you know, I am here. This is my Twitter handle. Nothing else. Yes, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. No, I am looking forward to Academic Trek coming back. Oh, and I cannot wait. <laughs> Whenever you are ready, though, sir, do not force yourself. Um, yeah, uh, for me, obviously, you know, Temple Trek, Nexus Knight spin-off. And if you're not already listening, you've got Epsilon 3 with Babylon 5 rewatch. And you've got the Cosmic Pizza podcast, which is just general chit-chat. Um, and that's pretty much it. So setting up for yes. the next episode. Now, I say next episode bear with me uh if you are watching in chronological order you are going to be carrying on with this um uh podcast you are going to go into season two episode 3.8 as we go to what's called nasty narratives where it's cisco's turn to time travel to 2024 and we find out about the bell riots and you've got two of one of my favorite episodes from ds9 actually i do love past tense however if you are not uh, sticking with season two and you are a seasoned veteran of temple trek podcast join us all the way back in season three and we are coming in at season three episode 46 of the podcast but season two episode 20 of enterprise we're going back it's a long road getting from here to there um, we are watching horizon travis has an episode to himself oh my god will he live up to it <laughs> who knows who knows but yeah we're coming back at a travis episode so this should be quite interesting but yeah that is temple trek for you guys um yeah either carry on with season two or carry on at season three wherever you're coming in time travel away and that's it thank you uh so much to everybody for listening throughout the summer to our picard season two jump back and uh we'll catch you whichever episode you're coming back to and we'll see you in the next time stream you certainly will. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this latest Nexus Nights episode. If you'd like to get in contact, you can search us on Facebook or find me on Twitter at Rider underscore coattail or you can find me on instagram at daniel underscore hitch underscore writer the show itself is a work of pure fiction on my part and all the views and opinions i express are my own and are not reflective of the rights holders of star trek the intro music the dust clears and the outro music 
Changes are by Jim Hall. Check out his work and others at freemusicarchive.com. The Temple Trek Nexus Nights is hosted on Anchor FM. If you enjoyed this content and would like to support the show, follow, subscribe, review, and of course, share on social media for me. And I'll catch you next time.